Hello, you guys. I am back. I am back with another segment. Um, this time, I want to talk about not having sexual feelings, um, feeling disgusted, wondering if something's wrong with you. I know some people go to the doctor and get medicine or some others worry about if it's their age, if you're getting old and things of that sort. Um, uh, sorry for sorry for my daughter in the background. She's taking a bath. She didn't feel good. She just threw up. So um, I know that was probably TMI, too much information, but whatever, what have you. Um, so um, I... Um, have finally been able to discuss my sexual feelings. Not um, so much as discuss them because everybody that knows me that I'm close to, you know, knows that I'm a very, like, I'm a comedian. I make jokes, I crack jokes, especially sexual jokes. It's, it's funny games. And I used to love to do it. Um, and when I say love to do it, I mean love to have sex. But for the past, um, for the past maybe um, year, or probably less than that, like six, seven months, like six, seven months, um, I haven't had any sexual feelings. Like I haven't had any sexual feelings towards anyone. And if I have um, had sex with someone, I didn't enjoy it. Like I felt nothing. Like, it was nothing. I was just basically doing it just to do it. And, um, I know, weird, right? Um, so I finally, like, um, started opening up about it. And I had told a couple of my friends, I'm like, I think, excuse my explicity, my pussy's broke. And they were like, your pussy's broke? I'm like, yeah, it don't get hard no more. <laughs> That's funny. But no, you know, that's how I described it. You know, I described it. I put myself in a man's um, position, you know, when they have impotency and things of that sort or they just can't get hard or whatever. That's how I've been feeling. And um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm 41 or um, if it's because I just lost interest um, in men because of how badly I've been hurt by men. And I, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with my age. I really, 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 um, really, really believe that it is because of the heartbreak that I've endured. So, um, I don't want to throw any names out there or anything, you know. However, I just, I have a two-year-old. Uh, she'll be three in March. And I really, 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 really had deep feelings for her father. And it, it was just so much. It was just so much. He, I guess, basically, he didn't love me how I loved him. And it was embarrassing in a sense because everybody felt like they could make fun of me about it. Um, other people who were with their baby daddies were like, um were like um he he ha ha basically you know it was like it was funny to them and me personally i didn't i didn't feel like it was funny at all because my heart was broken you know like my heart was in pieces like my heart was broken and um 
my heart was broken for like a whole year and ever since I've gotten over that I haven't had any feelings for a man not that I have feelings for a woman I just haven't had any sexual feelings like I can really sit in my house and chill and won't even think about having sex about a man it never crosses my mind whenever a man tries to talk to me I feel disgusted I'm like Ugh, no I'm cool you know um, I pray to God a lot, so I pray and I ask him if he'll send me a provider and he'll send me someone that I love um, and someone that loves me equally, just as equally as I loved him. Because as I said in some of my previous um, podcasts, I stated that I felt like I loved everybody that I was with more than they loved me. And if I was with somebody who really, really loved me, they loved me and I didn't love them. I've, it's never been... Compatibility has always been an issue or it's never been equal. You know, it's never been equal. And I long for equality, you know, I do. However, I'm very content and okay with being by myself if that's what um if that's what God has for me. Like I just I gave up. I'm like I'm 41 years old even though I don't look like it. And Basically, I'm over it. I'm over the hurt. I'm over the pain. And I'm like, every other time I've been hurt, I got over the hurt and the pain and I gave somebody else a chance. And the same shit has happened. And it's not that I put the block up or I put a barrier there. It's that it, it naturally came. So... The other day I was thinking to myself, like, is this God blocking me? Like, no, no more. You know, like, is this God saying no more, you know, um, no more. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I turn off all this, you know, all the, all, this shit is not working for you. I'm going to turn it all off until it actually works for you. Or is this God punishing me? Because <laughs> just to be transparent, I didn't have more dick than the law allowed. You know, he's like, I'm tired of you anyway. You know what I'm saying? So um, yesterday I was talking to my best friend and she was telling me how a man prophesied over her at church on Sunday, this past Sunday. And she was saying how he was telling her, and I hope she will kill me for telling you guys, but he was actually telling her, like, God said he don't want you to forgive him. He wants you to forget. He, he, he doesn't want you to, to ask for forgiveness. He wants you to forgive him because he put you through so much pain with all these different men. He did want to teach you a lesson, but it went too far. He never meant for it to be like that. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, you know, I'm listening to what she's saying because, I mean, my best friend has been through so much, like, heartache and pain, you know. Um, I've always said, even to my cousin, you know, Danielle, I've always been like, everybody that she's been with, has done her wrong like everybody i mean there hasn't been one person that i've since i've been my best friend's best friend i've been her best friend for almost 20 years um in about two years it'll be 20 years and um i feel like or maybe three or four years it'll be 20 years whatever but i feel like um nobody was good enough for her nobody appreciated her enough to be good for her you know and um, I feel like she gave them more than they could give her. And so they felt like she was obligated to do so once they got deep in. And so when I'm thinking that, I'm thinking to myself as well, like, you know, like that's somewhat of your story too, but not all the way, you know? And so um, I don't really feel like, like God, like, 
punished me with the people that I was with. I feel like it was the people that I chose. And I also feel like I always wanted something from those people that they couldn't give me. That they had never had any intentions on giving me. And um, like I said, for the past year, um, almost to Mar March of you know, I was hard. The whole preg, my whole pregnancy was a disaster. You know, um, I felt heartache, I felt pain. You know, I it, I was depressed. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had people coming to tell me what people that were real close to me that I really really loved were saying about me. Oh, she's having a baby by a nigga who don't want her or the baby. She jealous of what I got going on over here because. Uh, this person does this for me and does that and her baby daddy don't do nothing for her but I, like I said I've never been the type of person to be jealous of things like that like I want men to treat women right I don't get off on a man treating a woman like shit you know what I'm saying and when I see a man doing for a woman I feel like that's what he's supposed to do men were put here to be providers God never intended for women to go out and work 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 unless it was working for him you know, so I, I am the, the household that I grew up in. My grandpa was the provider. My grandma had a barber's license, a RN license. She was a um, mortician assistant. She had like if that lady could go to school, she would go to school for whatever. You know what I'm saying? But my grandpa, my grandpa was basically the provider. He was she didn't have to. She did all this stuff because she wanted to, not because she had to. So I've never so like I don't have that heart to feel like you know ha, ha 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 oh my nigga fucking me over so i want your nigga to fuck you over too and if he's not i'm jealous of that no that's not how i feel i'll be I, if anything i'm looking like i can't wait to find me a nigga like that you know what i'm saying it's no envy no hate no none of that you know so um so i'm basically like um what's what like you know i didn't have a happy pregnancy then after my pregnancy it wasn't happy either and then, I, and then I went through some face-to-face -face shit, and then I was done after that. I was like, you know what? It's in my face. I've seen it for myself. It's over from here, and it has been. And that happened March of last year. So going on two years. Um, but ever since then, I haven't had a desire for a man, a sexual desire, uh, uh, compassionate desire uh, like even if I feel like I have a friend and he getting too fresh with me I separate myself I'm like I don't want to um, I don't I don't want to be you know like I I I wouldn't say that I was scared to love because I don't want to be hurt because I don't feel like everybody's the same but I will say that I don't I will say that the feeling's just not there and I didn't take it away I don't know where it went so that's why I said previously, like, oh, is this God, like, um, telling me, hold on, I got you. Wait till, wait till I, um, find somebody for you. Sit back. I'm going to turn off, you know, her promiscuous ways because, um, I could say that I was kind of promiscuous and not because I actually liked to have sex. It was that I, I that's the way I felt like. That's how I showed my compassion. That's how I showed my love for the other person. And I feel like I was just damaging myself doing that, you know? So <clears throat> I'm not sure if God is um, setting me up for somebody. I mean, I'm not looking for anybody. I I'm really content with just being um, here 
me and my girls, me and my kids, and chilling, like, you know, and, um, look, this is, this is real funny, let me, let me tell you, let me, here, finish, let me tell you, so, I have a friend, and he's been kind of liking me for a while, right, so, he actually, um, asked me Tuesday night, uh, he was like, hey, oh, you still in Bakersfield, I'm gonna come visit you, so I'm like, okay, no problem, you know, come on. And so, um, and so he, he, he said, oh, I'm going to leave at about six o'clock in the morning. And so when I woke up to get my five-year-old ready to go to school, um, it was raining hella hard. Now, mind you, the night before that, he asked me, he said, oh, has it been raining down there? And I was like, no, because he's from Oakland. And I was like, no, it really doesn't rain here where I live. I said, we barely get any rain, you know, which doesn't bother me because I don't like the rain anyway. I don't like my shoes getting messed up. I don't like my hair messed up. I just don't like my clothes wet. I just, you know, I don't like the rain. So I wake up yesterday morning and it's raining. So um, I hurry up and text him because at this point, once I woke up, I'm like, I don't even want him around me. I don't want him at my house, you know. So I text him like, oh, it's raining really hard. And I was going to tell him, just come on the weekend. And then when the weekend came, I was going to throw him off, you know. So I know, bad, bad, bad. I know, you guys. So um, I'm like, um, so he's like, oh, I'm already two hours away. So now I'm thinking like, fuck, you know, like, damn, don't people call anymore and say like, like, oh, is it still okay for me to come or I'm leaving or whatever, you know? But I guess not. He like, oh, I'm two hours away. This was like 7 o'clock yesterday morning. So I'm like, oh, all right. So um, so to make a long story short, he ended up coming. Um, and he had a suitcase, a big suitcase. Not like a, oh, I'm going to throw my clothes in here, a little mini travel suitcase. He had a big suitcase. So when he came in, you know, I'm very outspoken and usually stuff comes out before I can even stop myself. I said, I said, oh, I didn't know you was spending the night. You got a big old suitcase. <laughs> and he didn't say nothing. So I, I tell my daughter, I text my best friend like this nigga said he was coming to visit me. And then he come with a big old suitcase. I'm like, what he think this is? Like, what does he think is supposed to be happening? Because me personally, this is what I thought. Now, I know a lot of you guys are on here and you're thinking like, oh, bitch, you knew what it was and this and that. No, I didn't. I live all the way in Bakersfield. He lives in Oakland. That's five hours away. So I'm thinking he's saying I'm going to leave five or six in the morning. Okay, then you get here about nine. You know what I'm saying? Eight, nine, ten o'clock in the morning. You stay all day. Visit me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, come on. Let's go somewhere to eat or something. Chill. And then be like, and I'm not talking about Netflix and chill either. Okay. So I'm like, um, he come, he sit down, he chilling, like, you know, and I'm just looking like, okay, like, what is this supposed to be? Like, you brought a whole suitcase, like, you got hella, like, clothes. I'm talking about a large suitcase, like a suitcase you would take on vacation, like you're going to uh, Montego Bay or something. I'm, and I'm not over-exaggerating, I'm very serious. I wish this was visual. And so, um... I'm telling my I'm telling my cousin that lives next door to me and I'm telling my daughter like he need to go home, you know, because now at this point I'm irritated. And um, cause you ain't asked like can, I, can you know my cars broke down, my car's in the shop, whatever. Um, I told you guys that on the previous podcast. He come in his car, you know what I'm saying? He don't offer to take me to go pick up my daughter, no nothing. So I lift because it, it was raining really, really hard. I'm talking about storming. So I lift to the school, I lift back home. So um, that, that was a red flag right there anyway. Because, like, you come to visit me and you know that my car is not working right now. And you got a whole car. 
and you're just going to sit here and watch me, what, go walk and go lift? Like, you could have gave me a ride to get my baby. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to sit in my house and just chill here? Like, come on, bruh. So that, that right there threw me off. And then um, when I did ask him for a ride, he was like, oh, I brought all my equipment with me because, like, he's a photographer and shit. So he's like, oh, I brought all my equipment with me in the car. First of all, I spoke to you yesterday, and I clearly told you that my car was in the shop. So why would you come with all your equipment in your car? Like, oh, I came with all my equipment. So you never came. You first, So then that means you never even came with the intentions to chill, see me, take me out to eat or nothing. You know, like you, like that's bum shit to me. So because if, if I haven't seen, you know, somebody in a long time, I'll be like, okay, so what is there to do? Come on, let's go chill. Let's go eat somewhere. Let's go, you know what I'm saying? Let's go to the mall and like, you know, walk around or buy something. Like, let's go chill. You know, it's the holiday season or whatever. None of that. So basically he really just came here with the intention just to like, you know, chill. Kick his feet up and probably get some pussy, but it wasn't. So, um... So I'm irritated all day. So then I needed to go to Burlington Coat Factory because I had a layaway that had to be gone. You know what I'm saying? Or they was going to put all my stuff back. Well, I can't let that go because I already put like $100 on it. And then plus my kids, get out of that. And then my kids, you know, they need their stuff for Christmas. Like I had toys, everything for my two little daughters. So I'm like, oh, no, I got to go to Burlington. So he's just laying, he like, oh, he wants to lay in my bed. So I'm like, he was tired or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be shitty. I know you're probably tired. You did leave. You went to bed like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. You got up 5.30 and um and drove here, you know. So, you know, I'm not going to be shitty. So, yeah, okay, you can go lay in my bed or whatever. But if that's the case, go take your equipment out your car and say, hey, you don't have to lift. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a car here. You feel me? To even if you're tired. Take your stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got a car here. Go take your shit out of the fucking car. Bring it in the house. Cause why do you why do you you don't know what type of neighborhood I live in anyway? Why would you leave all your expensive equipment in your car? Me personally, I would have been like, oh, okay, well I'm tired. I don't want to, but I know you have a driver's license and you know it's cool, like why don't y'all just go in my car? Like, I, let me go take my shit out my car. And why don't y'all go in my car? And um, I know he, I know some of you was on here like, he ain't obligated to give you no ride and this and that. Exactly. Just like I wasn't obligated to give him no pussy. Now, even if he would have let me go in his car, he still wasn't going to get none. I'm going to get to the point right now. So, um, so me, my cousin that lived next door, and my three daughters, we lived to Burlington. We lived back from Burlington with all the Christmas stuff. And um, don't do that. We lived back from Burlington with all the Christmas stuff. Chill. I, I wasn't mad or anything. I wasn't tripping. I'm just thinking in my head, like, this is why I don't want a nigga. Niggas is selfish. Like, niggas is like, you know? So, um, I'm like, niggas come with the with the mentality of, I want some pussy. I want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to help you do the simple things. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, I'm not tripping. I'm not mad at anything. Again, like I said. So, um... I'm like, dang, I'm getting to why I cooked or whatever. You know, I gave him a plate, let him eat, whatever. Because um, I'm hospitable. I'm not, you know, I was raised to be respectful, hospitable, you know, whatever. Like, you know, so, um, and he's not a bad person. Don't get me wrong. He's not a bad person. So, um, but if you're trying to talk to some, you've been trying to talk to me for how many years? Seven, eight years. You should come with a little bit more, um, you should come with a little bit more, like, enthusiasm you should come with a little bit more respect because you came to my house with a big suitcase so basically you drove down here thinking i'm gonna get some pussy you know and um 
Then he kept making like little sexual innuendos towards me. And I was like, like, I'm not like, nigga, we not even on that level. You said you was coming to see me and busy. So I'm thinking, okay, you leaving that early in the morning. Get here about 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. We go get something to eat, chill. You feel me? He, 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 ha, ya, catch up. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, about 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night, you get back on the freeway, you go home. Or you go get you a room. You know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, I'll see you in the morning. I'll come back over here in the morning before I go home. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that didn't happen. He went and got in my bed and laid down and everything. And um, and I was like, um, he went and got in my bed, laid down and everything. So I went and got me a cover and made me a little, little boop boop on a couch. And I went to sleep. So, yes, I left him in my bed sleep. Like, I'm not going to get in the bed. First, I'm not going to get in the bed with you. Mind you, this Sunday, um, I was um, listening to church online. And the pastor was, like, speaking right to my spirit. You know, he was basically like, um, so he had said this one part. And he was like, it's just something about the name Jesus. Like, whenever you're sad. Jesus, whenever you in trouble, call on Jesus. Whenever you not in trouble, call on Jesus. Whenever you feeling thankful, you like, you know, it's gratuity in your heart. You call on Jesus. It's just something about the name Jesus. And I'm like, I'm like, right. So I get on my phone and I go to my, I go to my, uh, after, you know, the church service was over, I get on my, I get on my phone and I go to Apple music and I click on one of my playlists, which was the gospel music. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shuffle it. Because I have all my favorite um, gospel songs in there. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shuffle it. So I shuffled it. And the first song that pops up is something about the name Jesus. I swear I'm not even lying to y'all, y'all. So um, I started laughing. I just started laughing. Like, some, like, not, like the laugh came out from nowhere. Like, it's not even like I even was laughing if I felt like like I don't know like if I, I really felt like the laugh wasn't even coming from me I was just standing in the bathroom and I was just like yes thank you Jesus and I just started laughing because it's like what are the odds that he that you know he just said what he said and then I click on the gospel my gospel playlist and I push shuffle and something about the name Jesus by Kurt Franklin just pops up I'm like, okay, this is not coincidence. This is confirmation. This is God. He's speaking right into my spirit. He's still speaking after the sermon. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going back and forth in the bathroom to my kids' room. I'm cleaning up. I'm rearranging stuff. I'm throwing stuff away. I'm mopping, sweeping, all that. And I say, I say to myself, I say, you know what? I'm done with men. I'm not having sex with nobody. Or none of that. Like, I'm over it. I'm tired. Of, I'm like, I, I think I figured out what's wrong. I think that I've been missing. I've been. Uh, how can I put this? I've been punishing myself. I've been missing out on my blessings. Yes, I believe in God. Yes, I think about God all the time. Like, all the time. Like, I can be out with my friends and not even say nothing to them. But I'm thinking about God or I'm praying in my head about whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just happens at random times. Like, I. I can be anywhere. I can be out in a club dancing and I'll do one little thing. And the first thing that come to mind is Jesus. I'm like, that's that conviction, you know? Um, so 
I thought that. I said, I'm not having sex no more. I'm cool. Like, in, until God sends me somebody that's for me, I'm not having sex. And if they, he never sends me nobody, then I'm cool with that. Because, first of all, I don't have any sexual feelings anyway towards anybody. So, I know when God sends me this person, I know for a fact, if I start feeling you know, sexual towards him, that this is who God wants me to be with. So when he came, I said, this ain't nothing but um, a test. This is nothing but a test. See, before, I would have went and laid in the bed, let him feel on me, and probably have sex with him just because. Just because he was there and, okay, this is what he came for, and I can't let him come all the way from Oakland and not do it and this and that. But really, in my mind, not wanting to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm being transparent. I know I'm not the only person that feels like this. But I was like, I kept saying it to myself yesterday. Like, I'm not going to get in the bed with him. He's not going to feel on me. We're not going to have sex. Ain't none of that going to go on. So I'm going to get on his couch. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm going to leave his ass in that room. So he got up this morning and he left. Maybe like five, six something this morning. And um, my daughter said he was mad. But I don't care. I pretended like I was asleep. I heard when he left. I pretended like I was asleep. He was calling my name. I pretended like I was asleep because I was like, I don't feel like um, any guilt trips or him. Oh, you brought me all the way out here. And it's, I don't owe you nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't owe you nothing. You're not my husband. You're not my provider. You didn't even offer me and my kids a ride in a storming down rain. You know, so um, I don't owe you a thing, you know. So I just basically was like, you know, um. I just basically was like, um, like, like, I don't care. I don't feel bad. Well, I, I asked God, I said, if I was wrong, Lord, forgive me, you know, but I know that that was a test. And like, I've been knowing for years on top of years that I, when I'm being tested and I'll still just be like, oh, well, it don't matter. God going to forgive me. All I'm going to have to do is ask him for forgiveness and he's going to forgive me. And I'm tired of doing that because that's like I'm using God. Like, just because I know that he forgives, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to ask for forgiveness and it's going to be cool. Like, no, I'm not doing that no more. So I knew that that was a test because I'm telling you, this just happened on Sunday and then this turns around and happens on Tuesday. So I'm like, I'm not giving in. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to go sleep in the bed with him. He's not getting no pussy. I, like, this is not what this was never my intentions. You know what I'm saying? For him to think like I didn't give him any insinuation. I didn't give him any like I, any mixed like anything he said to me yesterday he was like you know what I just noticed I just noticed that you didn't even give me a hug when I walked in and I said well that's because I'm not used to men coming over here you know what I'm saying so like it that don't that's not the first thing that I'm gonna do is give somebody a hug when they come in and then plus I was half asleep when he came and so um he was like um he just sat there like uh okay like, you know, and I was like, okay, but I was already feeling, like I said, like, I want him to go home. Like, I don't want him here because now I see that he probably feels like, uh, like, um, like he, he wants a pussy. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And, um, and plus it just didn't sit right with me that you had a whole working car outside and you let me lift to my daughter's school in the pouring down rain. When I say pouring down rain, I'm talking about it was raining so hard that it was big puddles. That you couldn't even stomp through unless you had on rain boots. Unless you wanted to get your whole foot soaking. And then you let us go right back out in the same storming down rain later on that night to Burlington Coat Factory. When all you had to do was go get your equipment out your car and let us drive. Or get or even offer us a ride. 
Instead, he sat right here in my house for the whole two hours that I was gone chilling, watching a movie in my bed. I said, oh, no, never. But even if he had offered me a ride, like I said, I still wasn't going to give him no pussy. Don't do that. Sit down. So, um, yeah, excuse me. And so, um, with that being said, like, I just, I don't have the desire to have a man. And I, I, I've been told so many times over the last, over the course of the last two years that people have said stuff about me like, oh, she can't keep a man. She jealous of me because I got a man and this and that. And it's like, first of all, you know what I'm saying? I ain't jealous of nobody because anybody I ever wanted, I could have. You know, anybody I ever had, I could still have. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's your man, your mama's a man, your auntie's man, your daughter's man, I can have a man. It don't matter. I don't want no any kind of man, and I don't want no man that won't everybody that I bring around. If I bring a man around, and he, and every time I bring him around, and he just wants you, wants you, wants you, every single man that I bring around, what does that say about you? Because I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with every nigga that my sister, cousin, best friend, friend brought around, and he wanted me. That's weird as fuck to me. And I really actually feel like a man is only going to come at a woman that he know he can come at like that, you know? Like, my friends, men, don't come at me like that. I had, like, a couple come at me like that, and I checked their ass. Hey, check this out. It's not that type of party. I don't know what her other friends do, but this one, we she don't do that. It ain't going to do that. So don't play with me again, you know what I'm saying? Don't play with me like that because I don't play like that, you know? So I always felt like if a man keeps coming at a woman, it's because you're the type of woman that he can come at, little Jezebel. You know, that's how I really feel. So, um, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want a man. Like, I don't get what y'all don't understand. It's not always about a woman not being able to keep a man. It's about these men out here not having enough to keep that woman. I don't have a problem with keeping a man. Everything over here good. I guarantee you, any man I ever messed with, you can ask him. Anything over here, everything over here good now. Any man that I ever had, they never spoke bad on me. The only thing they ever said is I was crazy. Every woman is crazy when you out here doing shit you ain't got no business. And she don't sit back and just allow you to do what you want to do. Of course, you're going to call her crazy. You know, but uh, I, that don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Because I can be a little crazy. You play with my emotions. I might, ain't no telling what might transpire, you know. And that's anybody, though. That's just not a woman. That's a man. That's anybody. You don't play with people's emotions. But I'm like, I don't want... People feeling like I'm jealous of their relationship or I'm jealous of them. Like, I see what y'all go through. Do you think I want to do that? I've done that so many times. I'm over that. I don't want to do that anymore. I, I, I know that I'm never going to find anything that's perfect, you know, and I don't want anything that per that's perfect. I want somebody I can tell off every now and then. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want somebody that's embarrassing me. Um Still talking to his baby mama, cheating with this bitch over here, cheating with that bitch, looking at my friend, wanting to fuck her and this and that. Like, I don't I, I don't have the desire for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I want I want what God got for me. So I'm going to wait on God. I'm not going to I'm not going to lean on my own understanding anymore. So if that means I got to wait four, five, 10, 15 years, that's what I'm going to do. You know, that's what I'm going to do. And that's just what it's about. But I felt like I had to share this story with y'all because I feel like. I don't know if um, I, I was kind of conflicted and I was like, is this my age? Um, okay, walk it off. 
I was like, is this my age or um, is this my old, like, is this my 41, 40 year old age? Or is this just me being hurt so bad that I can't take it anymore? And I came to the conclusion that it's me being hurt so many times that this last time I was just like, no more, no more. I can't take it no more. Cause like I, I said that the last time I was so hurt. I said, I don't think I could go through this again. Somebody gonna get hurt. You know, I was like, somebody's gonna get hurt. I know, you know, cause I wanted to, kill myself i wanted to kill him like i was like somebody gonna get hurt so i'm not gonna keep leaning on my own understanding i'm gonna ask god for a provider for a lover for a best friend and i'm gonna sit back and wait for him and i ain't gonna rush him i'm not gonna get in his business i'm not gonna go back and ask him okay so where he at because i didn't ask you about two months ago so where he at Send me a sign that he coming. I'm not going to do none of that because I know that my God is an on-time God. He's going to come when he's ready. You know, and I've always been the type like, I want to be ready for my man when he come. I want to be mentally ready, financially ready. Um, and when I say financially ready, I want to be like financially stable on my own. So if whatever happens, you know what I'm saying? If he happens to fall off, I can help him. If, we, if we're one, you know what I'm saying? Or if he decides to flake off, I still got my own. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm like, I'll wait, you know? But um, I, I also feel like it's also God saying, um, you've been doing too much. I gave you hella chances to get it together. And you 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 didn't you didn't get it together i gave you plenty of chances to get it together and that coochie that i gave you you used it and mis misabused it you know you threw it around like it was just a prize that nobody even had to win you know what i'm saying like so i really feel like he was like okay i'm gonna I'm shut off all these feelings until i find who i want for you you know and i'm like that's cool with me all this is cool with me i understand it now you know um i understand it now and i respect it you know so i know that it's a lot of you guys out there also that's feeling some of the same things that i'm feeling don't think you're going crazy. Don't think nothing is wrong. It's just not our time right now. You know what I'm saying? God always, like, is always there for his most precious angels. And it's like, I'm not saying I'm an angel because I, I ain't always done no angelic things. But I know that, I know that, I know that he has something great for me and i know that if he never sends me nobody that it was because there's nobody out here that's good enough for me that he would have for me you know what i'm saying and i don't feel like and i don't feel like i'm losing anything i don't feel like i'm missing out on anything either you know um sometimes i feel like i was put here just to have kids to show kids the love that i didn't get when i was growing up you know what i'm saying and i'm fine with that too um but I'm going to let you guys go for now because I'm taking my daughter out the bath and um, you hear her over here. She just she just going, going, going. I'm going to get her ready for bed. Um, I'm going to end this segment right now. Maybe we can start it back up again. I'm going to end it right now, though, and I'm going to I'm going to end it with saying, do not forget to pray. Do not forget to pray. Whatever it is, give it to God and leave it there. He'll handle it for you. I love you guys. Stay up. Thank you for tuning in to Real Life with Candy, and I'll be back. I love you.